Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Yeah, and it's, you know, I love teams, so I always grew up um, around teams, mm. playing in teams and being in sure. teams. And this has become a team. A team sport, hasn't it? Super team sport. Yeah, like yes. I haven't met anybody yet that's like an individual or or operating out of selfish intentions. Like we all have our, you know, we all have our niche or our right. Well, we, we have the little, you know, the ripple effect, that stone that we right. threw in the water. Right. So, but we're not like, oh, competitive inside of like, oh, it's just, it's contribution. It's not, it's the other C word. Right, right. It's definitely, at least I, from my experience, I haven't felt that way, especially like inside of this conversation and all the conversations that I've had. Yes, now. I would agree. They're beautiful conversations. Where Very heartwarming. And I think it stems from being related, right? Like we both, like we know, you and I know, and, and this community knows, we know what it's like. Because regardless of whether you caused the divorce or you were at the cause of it, Thanks. I love that. That's a, that part of the of the community is is amazing. Yes. So let me ask you. Um, all right, let's turn the let's turn it around. Okay. So we we know your story now. We know how you endured what you created. What would you do differently if you had the opportunity to go back to? I mean, Sadie, even before she met her ex, what would you do differently? Like, how would you re? You know, I'd move to New York. Hell yeah, especially as a freelancer, right? I live in New York. <laughs> Where do you live now? By the way, guys, I, I haven't researched Sadie. I don't research any of, of my conversations. Um, so I'm learning as you are. What, uh, well, yeah, where do you live now? In I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota. I lived out east in my mid-20s, and that's where I fell in love with New York. I say New York is my soulmate city because every time I, I try and visit her two times a year because she feeds my soul Magic. and i'm so happy that broadway's opening up again that just yep. oh, delicious um i would i would i would have been braver and bolder and less pleasing find a way to do what you want to do don't tuck yourself out of your dreams surround yourself with people who are who are doing what they love to do who are have positive attitudes who aren't fear-based people who find a way. I mean, now, now that's something I say to myself, you always find a way, Sadie, you always find a way. If you want to do something, you will find a way it will happen for you. It will happen. It is happening. So just more of that, you know, that's why I, as a photographer, when I photograph these young girls, cause I have a lot of, you know, I work with a lot of actors, do headshots, work with a lot of actors. And recently I've had these two 15 year old girls, darling, lovely young women, and I cannot tell you how many times they apologized to me for doing nothing, for turning their head. So, that, you know, if they turned their head, their hair moved. I mean, and they're constantly saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It fucking breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you're good. You're awesome. And just like making them feel powerful. Like, look at you. You are brave. Look at you in this moment. Look what you're doing and creating. Look how you are getting yourself to that next step in your dream look at you crushing it but you're sorry you're not sorry you're you're perfect so uh, you know and I have a daughter and I've noticed 
she's noticed it too. She's like, mom, I keep saying, I'm sorry. I'm like, I know. <laughs> so we're really working on that. And, and I'm mindful of that. And, you know, we, we women, we apologize all the time. I mean, Peter, you could spit know, on my shoe. Man. Yeah. And I, I would, man, I know, I my old you. would apologize for it. I'm like, I can tell you that at least a hundred times a fucking week when a woman says, I'm sorry to me, I'm like, I'm sorry for what? I know. Nothing to apologize for. I know. But we're so, it's see how that, it's so deep. You're conditioned. So conditioned. You're fucking to, conditioned. And to be apologetic for being yeah. a woman. Yeah. That's yeah. it. For, for being, for being female, we apologize. So over it, Peter. So done with that. You should be, because it's a fucking boring, lame it ass is. conversation. And it is. And we're going to hold ourselves accountable. When you hear one of your girlfriends say she's sorry, you're going to hold her accountable. You're going to love her. You're not going to shame her, but you're going to love her and be like, you know what? Let's, let's practice stop saying I'm sorry. Instead of, and instead of saying I'm sorry, saying I'm awesome, I'm powerful, I'm worth it, whatever else, fill in the blank. Just stop. We, got, we got to help each other out because it's, it's deep, Peter. Stop apologizing for what you're not responsible for. Love yourself so much. You have nothing to apologize for. I have nothing. What do I have to apologize for? Nothing. If you step okay. on somebody's shoe, say I'm sorry because you stepped on the shoe. Well, if, yeah, right. But if not, I'm saying, I'm saying my joke about this all the time is like someone could like urinate on my shoe and you know, the old me be like, oh, I'm sorry. What did I do? Did, what did, did I wear the wrong color shirt? Is my hair not right for you to do that to me? Like, did, did, I, did I say something wrong? What did I do wrong for you to urinate on my shoe? You know, like that's like that's how we're so good. You laugh, but it's true, man. I laugh because it's so fucking stupid, but yeah, it's and it's true, Peter. Condition. Well, it's like a dog, and it's like a like yeah, a dog. You beat deep. it long enough. Guess it's what it's deep. gonna do? It's gonna. It's not gonna. You know what I mean? It's gonna be scared. Right. And it sucks. And it's wow. and this has been going on for too long. And let's change. All, right. All the recovering drug girls were uniting. Yeah. Are uniting. Yeah. Start fucking putting men in their place. Myself. Oh myself. yeah. Yeah. You know another thing like. Let's, we're really tangenting now on my first six months. But one thing I learned in my first six months is that with that whole victim attitude I had in my marriage and my young, you know, adulthood, teens, I enabled men to do shitty things to me. 100. I enable, I, I'm owning it. Yeah, yeah. I'm owning it. I didn't have the skills, Okay. So because I didn't have the skills and I was, you know, thinking it was always my fault, I enabled men to do shitty things to me. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. No, and I, you know, maybe, maybe when I slip, I catch it pretty quick. I catch it pretty quick. But, but then I catch myself and that's the exciting part. I'm like, ooh, I'm enabling this situation. I'm going to make a different choice. And that feels powerful. That feels powerful. Isn't it? It is. It's delicious. Fucking delicious. Yeah. So everybody get divorced. No, <laughs> then you get to have a transformation and you're not going to be a good girl anymore and you get to have great sex, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and honestly, like it's, it's available to everyone. So whether you're married or you're, you're divorced. I know. I'm choosing yourself. I'm, I'm, when you get to the rainbow, it's so magical. But a lot of people, like the road to getting to the rainbow is so different for so many of us. You know, regardless of yes. you, you do the studying, but uh, the one thing you said, and I, and I, and the consistent road has been for, for everyone is like journaling, 
Journaling is fucking 100%. I would get behind and promote it as that's how you get there. That's how you start. Journaling, journaling, you know, (laughs) I, um, I have an episode that drops next week called, can you feel me men and emotions? And we talk about, I talk about with my two male guests journaling, you know, and I remember after that conversation with those two guys, I was so invigorated by their mindset. It was so refreshing. I started texting all my male friends, do you journal? Do you journal? Do you journal? (laughs) Journal. And it was fascinating to get their responses. And one response from a male friend of mine was journaling is for women. What do you think about that, Peter? Bah humbug. That's what I said. No way. Journaling. I'm like, dude, you're limiting your happiness. Journaling is a direct fucking line. It's like the red phone at the White House to your soul. It is. You are limiting your happiness. Completely. Because journaling has brought me so much happiness. Yeah. I did journaling and I also did, um, so throughout my divorce, I did, I did mirror work. I would look in the mirror and have conversations with myself about what I was feeling. And that might, that sounds crazy as hell. And it was complete access to me because as I spoke to myself in the mirror, I would try to hide. And I was like, why am I avoiding this? Why am I not? And that's where I really have a love affair with shame. And I was like, oh. I'm not feeling shame. And that's, that's when I started becoming vocal. That's when I started popping out because I'm like, I'm not going to be ashamed of, I'm, this is not my shame to carry. Right. Because my ex cheated on me and doesn't want to be with me is not my shame to carry. That's her choice. And she has the right to choose and not choose me. And she can change her mind whenever the fuck she wants because that's her right as an individual walking this planet. I don't own her. She's not my property. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.